Brighton Talk Sex, the sex education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys, and erotica. Love, sex, and the disconnect is one of my favorite subjects because it truly is the most powerful alchemy that I have experienced and such a refined and profound coming back to within ourselves between love and sex and how we grow and we flourish by these two these two very essential parts of our human experience being back in alignment with each other. So very often in today's world, we find it easy to have sex. We find it easy to fuck. And there does not have to be any love in that. That fucking, that sex is functional. Usually it's a function for, from desire and or from a space of release. It's a function to create our babies. And there does not have to be any love in that sex at all. Sometimes we find it easier to have sex, to fuck, if there is no love involved. Because if there is love involved, if there's a heart connection involved, it can make us vulnerable. It can make us feel weak. It can make us feel that there's a possibility that we could be hurt or we could be hurt again. So sometimes we shut away love from sex. We cut it off. It may also be that we love someone dearly, but we don't feel the desire for sex, that we do not feel that we desire them in a sexual way, and yet there is so much heart there, there is so much love there. And again, it's upside down and back to front, but it's, it will be from the same because of a fear of when love and sex come together, then it can make us vulnerable and we may experience pain. In some cultures, love, disconnecting love and sex is purely functional. Arranged marriages, for example, are there, there is no, an invitation of love there. The marriage has been arranged specifically for that so that love and sex cannot become entangled so there's also this idea that when love and sex come together that as human beings that we may not be able to control contain um, be aware of how we are in relationships with ourselves and with others so it's almost like we are not tameable when love and sex are connected but we need love and sex to be connected for many reasons 
So when love and sex are connected, are in alignment, are in harmony together, it allows the polarities of man and woman, the union of man and woman, or the union of the masculine partner and the feminine partner to nourish and feed. We have different polarities in us energetically. And this we perceive as to be missing in our sex. We're not quite sure what is missing in our sex. But it's the way that when two bodies come together, two energetic systems, because bodies are energetic systems, whether we have a belief, uh, a spiritual belief or a religious belief or not, the body is an energetic system. It has an intelligence. But when these opposites come together, then they create an energy together. And this happens through our sex um, energetic system and our heart energetic system being able to flow and function together and then being able to share that and be with another. Love and sex is important because they feed each other. They feed each other. It's how sex has sacredness, how it has meaning, how it has feeling to it, how it, we allow trust, how we allow surrender, how we allow ourselves to immerse and be with another. If sex remains purely on a functional basis, it's just the mechanics of sex. And so we become more and more hungry for sex because it's not truly meeting our need. Yes, it's meeting the act, the release, the function, but there has no depth and it has no quality to it. And there's a sadness to that and we feel that sadness. Of course, there are times when it arises in us, this animal where we just want to fuck. But what about all the other times? Is we don't just because we know how to do functional sex, we know how to fuck. That's like having strawberry ice cream. We don't want strawberry ice cream every day. We might want banana, we might want chocolate. And this is where the other sensations, the other allowing to fully show up for another and with another come in, where love and sex are combined. And so we have that surrender we have that trust that we can fall deeper and deeper and more wide and more open with another. And therefore, sex is never the same experience, even if it's with the same person. It's always a new, fresh experience because love and sex are able to work in harmony together. Also, as, an involve, as human beings evolving, our energetic systems of love and sex are extremely important. From a human consciousness point of view, this is how our sex raises its consciousness. So in Tantra, we talk about conscious sex. We talk about the rising of energy of sex in our bodies. And our human evolving is really important that it moves from these, I what I believe that we're still in the infantile stages of sex, that we're still 
in that animalistic caveman sex so we're not really involving we've managed to go to the moon we've managed to create the internet and yet we're still having this very caveman sex where actually the energy of sex can do so much more than create babies and create ejaculation and climax it has much more function to it and so if we can connect love and sex again we start to understand all the other riches and colors that love and sex bring into our lives our sex starts to evolve from the animalistic and caveman style because as we breathe the lower vibrations of sex, so lust, um, desire, and then all the other things that we may be holding, shame, grief, wounding, trauma, this rises up and connects with our heart where we hold love, compassion, forgiveness, understanding, kindness, and it, it transforms and then we can breathe that back to our sex. So this is how our lower nature of sex rises up and transforms into something greater than. It evolves. This is how it evolves. How do we reconnect love and sex? Well, if we think about or if we imagine for a moment babies and how they breathe, when you look at a little baby, their belly is organically, naturally pumping up and down with breath, where the belly is becoming full of breath. And the belly is releasing the breath and there's a rise and fall. So babies and children, because they are in their natural breath, they haven't held their breath away, they're not in a space of restriction, shame, any of the kind of things that we attach to our understanding of sex, they have this natural love and sex connection going on within within them, purely created by their breath and purely created by the fact that they are still within their bodies. They still haven't come to the idea that their bodies are shameful or that sex is shameful. So they're in their most innocent and pure state. And so simply by bringing back that natural breath that we once had, we start to find that our body is allowed the space to come back to its natural body intelligence. There's so much as humans, as we grow older, that we think we have to do. And there's so much that we think, if it's not simple, it's not going to work and it's got to be complicated because the problem is complicated. So surely the answer is complicated. But that's not so with our body intelligence. Our body intelligence knows what to do. If we just get out of the way that with our head, with our ego, with our mind, we know better and we want to create all these complicated methods just to feed the ego a little bit. But what if it really was just coming back to your own unique natural flow of breath and how that fills up in your body and how as you breathe out you feel that breath rising up through your body and your lips. So maybe that's something just to play with. 
to experiment with, not to take seriously, just to play with how your breath feels in your body and if you can allow it to come all the way into your belly and really connect with your sexual organs and your breath to feed your sexual organs and come down there. And yes, of course, when you're in that sensation of breath around your sexual organs and in your belly, that that may bring up for you shame, grief, pain, hurt, loss, many emotions. But if then you breathe out and you're aware of your breath as it comes up out of your body before it leaves your lips, you'll find it will come up to your heart space and it will start to transform. It will start to allow that emotion space to turn into love, into compassion, into forgiveness and into self-love and self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And then when we can create and connect love and sex as two energies within ourselves, then it's going to be much easier now you have that to share that with another. We cannot share what we have not got. If you ask me for five pounds and I haven't got five pounds, there's no way I'm going to be able to give you five pounds. If my love and sex is not connected within me, if I don't feel at ease with my love and sex being the same, if I'm still in a space where sex has got to be sex and that's the only way I feel safe and can function, that I can fuck as long as, t- as, long as there's no love there, or I can love people but I have fear around sex. If I'm still in that space and my sharing is never of with others is never going to be the two together. So we connect with love and sex within ourselves. We feel everything we need to feel that's got sticky and stagnant around that, our resistance to that, we feel it. And then when we have that love and sex as a as a union, then we can authentically share that with others. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.